This podcast is rated off the real list. Explicit fucking content. Back again. What? We're gonna. All right, we're gonna scrap that intro real quick. Okay. Hang on. One forty nine. One forty. One episode. We are one episode from from the legendary episode one hundred and fifty. That is legendary. Why don't you remind us why? It's because. Is this even recording right now? What's happening? Yeah, it's just your processor is. Oh. Great. See, it's gone. Oh, it's still going, right? Yeah. Oh, I think because you selected up to there, if you oh, like, so just just yeah, just click on something, oh, and then press right end. End. Yeah, oh, or just yeah. scroll all the way. Okay. Scroll all the way, and it's still going, right? Yeah. It's still going. Yeah. Okay. Get. So it's recording, right? Yeah. We can talk. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. So, give me nervous. All right. So this is fine. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Positive. Because then we're going to do Scott Hall the whole episode is <laughs> slow motion. You know, I did no preparations for this week's podcast. Nice. Good. I know, neither of us watched NXT, so I prepared less than usual. I think NXT was just uh, Sydney, Australia. Yeah. But they had the uh, the, the the full cage match between Joe the and The final battle, if you will. 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 Well, let's get introductions. Why, 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 do you, why do you keep repeating that? Because you, you say it wrong. I'm saying it dusty. You're, you're not dusty. I know I'm not dusty. I'm paying tribute, paying homage. I'm going to adjust my chair so it's like a recliner. You know, now we have a new audio set up here in we the basement. Do. And, uh, you know what? Let's just skip the introductions because everybody knows who Basement Jair is. Basement Jair is the undisputed God King champion of the world. Don't you always say that it's always someone's first episode? It is. It is always someone's first episode. So why wouldn't you introduce both of us? Because I was doing a thing right now, right. and you just ruined it. You that's ruined it. You ruined that, everything. That's what I do. You are a man who likes to ruin. So, I'm going to try this again. Okay. Are, are, you, <laughs> are you ready? I have, I've been ready. What are you talking about? All right. Okay, all right, I'm doing this. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is a podcast that is rated R for realness, just like it says at the beginning. It's explicit effing content. My name, and I am the one and only true God King champion of the world. In the year 2017, the most winningest champion in Basement Bookers history. And with me, by my side, uncomfortably close, Rich the Riz, former champion, and future champion, and all-around go-getter. You see, he believes in himself. That's right. He's never going to give up. He's never going to win. Which is ironic, because you're the one wearing the never-give-up headband. Yes, because I wear it for good luck, because John Cena's spirit is always with me. Because his SmackDown promo was fire. Yeah, it was good. It was good, dude. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, was that the contract signing? That was the contract signing. The contract signing. Well, he said, they say Cena sucks, but they they can't beat me or something like that. Whatever he said, I don't remember. Yeah. He's John Cena, bro. He's the best. That's why he might be tying 
16-time champion of the world, Ric Flair. That'd be crazy. It would be. It'd be... I think they're gonna let... Make it so they tie him. They're not gonna, like, make him break it. I don't think. Well, honestly... They might. Honestly, like, sure, Cena hasn't shown any signs of slowing down, but... How much longer is he gonna wrestle this close to full time? The next dude has to come. We're still waiting on the arrival of the chosen one. I'm telling you, they just gotta turn Roman heel, then the crowd will get behind him, and then after a good long heel run, turn him face again. They were looking for he, he who was promised, he who was promised to bring balance to the world of wrestling. What was that? It's a prophecy. It's in the Geronomicon. Oh, okay. It was written. Yeah, it, it's still holding up my table, so... Maybe if you read it, you would obtain knowledge. I'm trying to help you facilitate growth. I hear you. But you do not wish to grow. For you are like... a plant that does not grow. I would say that is like a... Uh, all plants grow, though. Like Christmas tree. Yeah, but they're not real. Some are. If you still have a real Christmas tree, you're a barbarian. You are facilitating the want and slaughter of innocent trees so you could decorate it with your, your bubbles and your, your stars and your angels and your, and your, and your lights. We got lights. That's all we got after. Oh. So, you ready for the veggies? Yeah, I was on mid rant on Christmas trees. Yeah, I might save right. that for a YouTube video or something. I can keep it in. Yeah, alright, I'll leave it. So, not a lot of veggies this week, but a couple of big ones. The biggest one, of course, which I don't know if you haven't heard, I don't know where you are. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, you heard this. Anthem Sports finally bought majority ownership of TNA this week, and changes are already underway. Dixie Carter is no longer in power after earning her well-deserved golden pencil for, what was it? Uh, where's authority figure slash bed shitter? Yeah. (laughs) She who shit the bed. So, uh, very, very well-deserved by her, by the way. Uh, still awaiting her acceptance speech, but we'll, uh, we'll hold off on that. I don't know if we're gonna get it. So, she's no longer in power, but she is moving to... A new position within Anthem to, quote, work with Anthem on their global strategic plan. And apparently Jeff Jarrett has reached an agreement with Anthem to return to TNA as part of the creative team and as well as working behind the scenes with talent. So he's not going to... Wait, what happened to... uh, Global Force? Global Force Wrestling. You mean Global Force Gold? He's still selling gold. So it's Global Force Gold or is it Global... So there was never wrestling? Global Force Wrestling. Didn't Cody Rhodes win a belt from them or something? Cody Rhodes is uh, the next-gen champion. Um, Who is someone? Oh, the Bollywood Boys, who could be seen not yet. They have yet to actually debut on 205 Live, but eventually... Or did they? I don't know. Are they signed? They're there. they got to be signed. I don't know. Do we know anything? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Anyway... So Jeff Jarrett is coming back to TNA, and as is one Mr. Dutch Mantel. Dirty Dutch Mantel. 
Is he gonna be the? Is he gonna be creative? Cause probably is no, he gonna book? Don't know for sure, but he will be on hand for the first set of tapings in 2017, which happens this week. Oh, these are the first set of tapings with Anthem Sports in charge. Yeah, and it's the first set of tapings in the year, so this is big. That's that's probably gonna take us through March. Because now they record a whole bunch of episodes at once. Yeah, that's stupid, though. That's how people learn shit on the internet and don't watch. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, I mean, I guess I know people that read NXT as opposed to watching it. I'm not looking at you, don't worry. I know you don't even bother reading. Uh, yeah, um, reading's for nerds. Whatever. Like books. I read books. Well, you read books. I read books when I choose to. But for the most part, I rarely read a book. Like, when you say you read books, you read books. Like, you don't read books like normal people read books. You read books on paper. Yeah. Normal people won't do that anymore. I prefer to hold paper that way. Because, okay, let's say I have a Kindle book, right? I was talking with a coworker the other day about uh, the Blood Red Turns Dollar Green series. And he said he'd want to read it, and I said, well, I'd love to loan it to you, but I already loaned it out to my boy Basement Jair. You can only loan a Kindle book once. Paper books? Yeah. Let's get back to me when you're done. Yeah, but I heard you can't be within 10 feet of a playground if you own a book. No. Are you sure? Yes. I think carrying around actual books is the equivalent of a mustache. I, I don't... I think it just doesn't work. No. Why? No. No. You're not making sense. I'm making plenty of sense. You're just in denial. It's not just a river. It's not. Well, veggie number two. Moving on. Uh, Alberto Del Rio was arrested Uh. in Austria after getting into a fight alongside his brother in a bar. Following that, he and his brother brawled in the police station over who started the original fight. They were both released without any charge of file, but they will both likely face charges from the bar brawl. Why didn't they just keep them there? We don't want them. I, well, I mean, here. Alberto Del Rio and his brother. Yeah, I, I don't know. mean where they come from. I mean, <laughs> they should stay in Austria, as in Alberto oh. Del Rio and his brother. So that wasn't a Trumpism? No! <laughs> don't bring that here! I'm not trying to get murdered. Speaking of murder... Our last veggie of the week, the murder charges against Superfly, Jimmy Snooker, were dropped this week after the judge ruled that he is not mentally fit to stand trial. One might say his sentence has already been carried out. That's when I put on my sunglasses. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. Put on my sunglasses. When you say silly shit like that, you gotta put on sunglasses. Okay. Okay. So, that's it for the veggies, unless you want to talk about uh, certain former TNA talent being in the uh, this UK championship. Oh, tournament. Mandrews, who gives Your boy. Uh, he, he, he's not my boy. You love man. Did he grow up a, did he grow a beard so he looks less like a boy? Maybe. Or like a lady boy? One of freaking, um, what's his name? Dalton, Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle's. Boys? One of the boys. Now, are they boys as in trying to be wrestlers boys? Or? I think that's that's really... 
And that's more close to what is actually happening than what they're trying to you think damn the site. Do you think he was laying pipe? No. You laying laying pipe on the boss? No. I think that's what but, they want us to think. By laying pipe I mean like dropping it. Dude. That that's not what on laying chest. That's not what laying pipe is. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know what it is. I'm just being funny. Uh, or uh, oblivious. <coughs> I don't know. Oblivious. I'm trying to make your life better. I'm making everybody's life better. This beer is making my life better. Is it? Temporarily. But health-wise, it's destroying your liver. That's funny. Speaking of destroying... <laughs> the last segment on Raw, I think, destroyed... All of Raw for this whole week. Uh, it was done before the segment. Yeah, but what then, are you talking but about? Then that was the fucking nail in the coffin. Tell me one good thing that happened on Raw this week. One. Bailey won the No More Potential. You can't argue against Bailey. You love Bailey. There's no reason she shouldn't have been number one contender. She beat Charlotte twice. She doesn't have to beat her three times to do that. That that was dumb. Hey, I'm not the GM of that raw. I know. I'm just saying. That's why I wasn't. I didn't think it was a big deal because she was gonna win anyway. There's no way. Wait, if Nia Jax won, would she have been number one contender? Yeah. Why wouldn't Charlotte want to stop that from happening? Uh, dude, I'm not writing that shit. I don't fucking know. Damn, that doesn't make any sense. So they're gonna have Sasha Banks get destroyed. Yeah, they're doing a Sasha Nia feud. Nah, like. I should be alright. Sasha Banks has the bank statement. Nia Jax tends to tap a lot. Mm-hmm. That's her thing. That is what she do. Yeah. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Charlotte would be able to get the figure eight on her. She could hit her with natural selection. Yeah, sure. I think that only works on Sasha, though. When submissions fail, there's nothing like good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma. Yeah, just... Pretend hammer-fisting people in the face. And just... Oh, what, what about the Sammy Zayn Braun Strowman match? What was good about that? I liked it. It was a good match. Fun? What was fun about it? It was a squash. It wasn't a squash. Yeah, it was. It was last man standing. You knew what was going to happen. I was kind of hoping. Do you like Sami Zayn? So you wanted I was hoping, him to get I was murdered? Hoping, no, I was hoping for Sami. I was hoping, I don't know, maybe someone would help him. Dude, Vince McMahon has a hard-on. So hard for Braun Strowman. Wow. Like, I don't know. I think something's going on over there. A buddy of mine at work told me there was a picture going on, going around, I think, Twitter this week of Braun Strowman and Ezekiel Jackson. Remember him? Yeah. And he said he made Ezekiel Jackson look like a normal person. That Strowman's so big. Well, he's a big... He's a mountain of a man. He is. Every time Cole says that, I want to punch him in the face. (laughs) Um, Let me ask you... That's Vince telling him, don't forget to say he's a mountain of a man. When, you gotta know that. When Cole doesn't say that, don't you want to punch her in the face anyway? Not as much. 
Not as much. So not on the regular? No. Just, like, a, just a tongue. For the, yeah, a tongue all day. I'll just hammer fist him. When we uh, nominate our uh, worst announcers, we didn't nominate Byron. That is a big compliment to Byron. You love Byron. He, he wasn't going to make it Byron. into there. No, I hate Byron. Hate? Sucks. You can't have so much hate in your heart, bro. Tell me about that shit. What? Making sure you don't burden yourself with such a negative emotion? Remember, anytime I use it, I don't mean it. You do. I can tell. I can tell from your face when you say it. <laughs> they don't see it, but I do. Did you watch? You didn't. I watched SmackDown. Did you watch Talking Smack? No, but I saw the YouTube clip. Oh, the, the, of the end of the show? He's just yelling. He's just yelling. But he's so good at it. He's just yelling nonsense. I could do the same thing. Talking about Miz, by the way, for those that don't watch. Yeah, he's like, I'm the best. You're the worst. I'm tall. I'm not <laughs> short. You're short. I have a face. You have a beard. Look at my face. Paper. <laughs> See? It's the same thing. I'm over. I'm over, damn it. I am so over. Use wrestling terms. Yeah. The new IC champ, Dean Ambrose. Two time. Why'd they demote him like that? Just shuffling the card a Can little. Can only be one world champion. Just shuffling the deck a little. You know? And you know what? It's it's easier to uh shift over an IC champ than his shift over WWE champ. That's true. To ha- to have him rejoin the uh so is Miz going to get a rematch at Rumble? I don't know. I guess. Are they doing a Charlotte with him where he doesn't lose on pay-per-views? But he did lose on pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. This is, he's had a much longer career. No, I mean, recently. recently now, what, um, are they just going to keep bouncing the belt around? It's annoying. I don't want them to do that. I actually get the feeling that Ambrose is temporary. I mean, fucking everybody's temporary. Oh, no. What if they're going to put the belt on Baron Corbin? Then what? Then then he's a champ. Are they going to go back to that Kalisto feud? What happened with that? I don't know. Dolph Ziggler beat him up. Hashtag heel. Oh, yeah. Somebody is listening to this podcast because I said he was getting boring as crap. That they needed to flip the switch. Mm-hmm. He's way better as a heel. That nonsense. It is nonsense. It's important. It's not important. Because you should know I'm smart enough to retitle something. You are smarter than the average man. There's an, an option called save ass. Yes, there is. And I know how to use it. Don't you ever disrespect me like that. On this podcast, I will suplex you through the futon. And then through the earth. And then you're going to get us noodles straight from freaking the source. Is it true? Is it true? No, if you, if you go... Straight through. Uh, straight through uh, 300, uh, 180 degrees. Uh, the closest thing would be Australia. Gotcha. Why do they always say... Because. It's weird. Maybe for us... Do you know why uh, the Northern Hemisphere is always shown on the top? Because, because the north is up. In Australia, it's the other way around. 
they're not down under. So we're the land from down under. But there's a lot of land down under. You see, it's sort of an egocentric thing that, well, we come first, so we're up top. And it's not really an American thing, it's all of a Northern Hemisphere kind of thing. It's also a much higher population than the Northern Hemisphere. We have Northern privilege. Check your northern hemisphere privilege, you sons of bitches. It's fucking summer down there now. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have summer and they'll have, they'll have winter. Yeah. It's a rotation. Just weird, like... Imagine being an Australian, mate, and hearing the song White Christmas for the first time, you're like, Mate, what the fuck are they talking about? That's my bad Australian. That was... Terrible. <laughs> I was. I know. Don't do that again. <laughs> That's racist, probably. It's racist. That's gotta be. No. It's... I'm an eighth English. They're an eighth English. It all works. It's all the same. No, they're not. Australians are originally from England. Not all of them, because um, I'm sure some there's like Aborigines. I yeah, that's the word I was looking for. They they prefer to be called indigenous. Yeah, the indigenous people. You remember them. The one that your ancestors came here and, and gave them smallpox and shit. Gave them smallpox ridden blankets. And made them dig for gold. Your ancestors. I say your ancestors. was my ancestors. Hey, you're the one digging. Yeah. Sorry, yours were the one digging. I will beat you. With this microphone. <laughs> brand new, state of the art. And they will literally hear all of it. Yes. Yeah. Every bone breaking, shattering. As long as the microphone don't break. No, it's fine. Yeah, it'll break. It wasn't expensive. No what? It's a good mic though. Yeah. Featured this week on Bring It to the Table. On the WWE Network. Yeah, just there. Yeah, it was just I bet they got it on sale. They got the deal of the day. I bet they did. They did the deal of the that day. That was a fucking sweet deal, though. Yeah. I wonder how long ago that was recorded. Did you watch it? No. So, Paul Heyman opened the show. But Rosenberg was the host. Maybe because he has a better opening. Maybe because it's Paul Heyman. Maybe because I don't know who the hell this Rosenberg guy is. Paul Rosenberg is from Hot 97. He's a big fan. He was... I don't listen to hip-hop! <laughs> he was on the pre-show after Sam Roberts. Yeah, I, I get that. Why are they using these guys? Because they're relatively famous within the wrestling world. They have their own popular podcasts. We're relatively famous in the wrestling world, and we'd be cheaper. It'd be a lot cheaper. Exactly. What cost-effective solution? I don't understand. You you can do it for a ham sandwich. No, I I need more than that. I need money. Okay. I've I've, I've upped my rate. Nice. From food to cash. Since we uh since we got the the pro audio equipment now. Yeah, I'm thinking fifteen dollars an hour. That's good, right? Well, if you're only doing the pre-show. Uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars an hour. That's good. I think that's... That's a very good rate. For you. For me. Yeah. For me. Okay, okay, okay. $25,000 an hour. Not 250000 25000 That still might be a little... $3,000 an hour. Probably closer. 
Okay, good. 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 I want that in writing when you when you draft my contract. Okay. Who's your guy? You have um, a guy, right? Over there? I'll get a guy. You make a guy up. No. You make guys up. I that's real. We could have won, man. You know yeah, what? We could have. You didn't fucking get anything signed. It was hard to look. I didn't want to tell you this, but Look, they just didn't think we could win. They don't know. They thought your cardio was shit. I don't know what they thought. Because I've seen you run before. It is. It would have been worth the price of admission. <laughs> so I just scrolled through my notes and I just realized another thing that pissed me off this week. Did you watch 205 Live? I don't watch that shit. It's cruiserweight crap. Oh, yes, hold on. Somebody jumped off a thing, and somebody waited to catch the guy from jumping off the thing. Is that, am I right? Is yeah. That yeah, but that's right? not, yeah, but that's not what pissed me off. What pissed me off? Oh, did Neville beat... Yeah. He's a champ now? No. Oh. Oh, Rich Wong couldn't fight because uh, Neville attacked him last week, and he wasn't clear to compete. How is Neville the king of the cruiserweights all of a sudden? Because uh, he says so, and he hasn't been proven wrong yet. These are all valid arguments. They're valid. So it pissed me off. Now, last week, Mustafa Ali, who competed in the Cruiserweight Classic. Sounds like a heel. Competed, no, he cut a face promo last week after, after competing in his first match on 205 Live in his hometown of Chicago. Chi-town. Yeah. This week, at the same time as the announcers talk about him competing last week, making his 205 Live debut in his hometown of Chicago... The ring announcer announces him as from Pakistan. Was he born in Chicago? I think so. I don't know. I didn't do all that much research. We never do I'm any. just saying. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like, he was at least raised in Chicago. And, like, ring announcers and commentators should probably get on the same page there. You know? So you watched SmackDown? Yes. Did you catch that girl try to interview Dean Ambrose? Uh, I think that was Dasha Fuentes. Well, she's in, she needs work. She needs some, she needs some work. I don't know if she was nervous. I think she was nervous. I, she should try out the Rich the Riz liquid diet. That's not going to help her. It might help the nerves. That's not going to help her. I think it would help. I feel like she talks faster than she's thinking because I've been there before I think that's what it is with me sometimes it's the opposite I think faster than I talk and that's when my words get jumbled because I try to get them all out and it just doesn't work I've never seen you have trouble speaking when's the last time I got drunk sober oh so oh sober well it's only like you only see me like four or five times a year sober so no, you're sober when you come here. Oh, when I get here, yeah. but That doesn't last long. I don't understand what this is about right now. Something. Is this about an intervention? No. All right, let me get my paper out. Rich, you are a good friend. I feel, though, when you are drinking, that you're a different person. And that is not my friend. I have come to know you as my brother. Please stop drinking so much. The world needs Rich Deriz. They need you. So please, put the liquor down. P.S.
you shouldn't have liquor first thing in the morning. That's a problem. I'll drink to that. That's my intervention. Right there. That's good. Thank you. What happened to your uh, egg carton idea? I got a better idea. Mm. They sell that stuff online on Amazon. Yeah, but you gotta pay for it. Yeah, it's like 60 bucks. And it says you don't have to cover the whole wall. You have to cover, like, certain spaces. And it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, but I thought you were just gonna... Eat. Like, you go through a lot of eggs. You just put egg cartons. I know, Did but I was... Did you get on the egg cartons? Yes. Okay. I was. Should have said that. Yeah. I didn't want to give the illusion that I wasn't master of my domain and king of my castle. Because I am. It's king right. of this castle. Well, you know, I kind of understand not wanting to have egg cartons on your walls. Yeah, it's gross. No, I mean, you can wash them. Yeah. Just maybe a little weird. It is a little weird. My suggestion was towels. That's a stupid thing to do. I'd rather buy things and put it on the wall. Towels aren't stupid. They're not? No. Well, yeah, how else are you supposed to get dry? Right? Right. And, listen, it's the answer to a riddle. A riddle that wasn't asked? Yeah, what gets wetter the more it dries? Towel. Oh, yeah? Well, when is a, a, a door not a door? That's not a door? When is door not a door? Uh, when it's... A jar. <laughs> you uh, never heard that before? No, that's good. I like it. So I didn't make it up, but great. Alright. Good. <laughs> so, are you ready? Oh, I have a topic. I forgot about that. Oh! That's new. That is new. Not new to hear, but it's, I'm just it's, saying. It's kind of just like someone said this, and I want to rant about it. Oh, so it's not so much a topic as it is a rant. Oh, it'll be a discussion. Okay. So... Brooke T was interviewed recently, and he says to the guys in the locker room that complain about guys like Dwayne come back for WrestleMania occasionally. He says, quote, when you guys in the locker room can start selling out WrestleMania, then you can start talking. Until then, keep your mouth shut. You're going to get a check at the end of the day. My question is, it's WrestleMania. Let's ignore this past WrestleMania that had, where they had fucking 100,000 seats. That was ridiculous. Let's talk about like a typical WrestleMania where they have like 60 or 80,000, right? It's WrestleMania. Wouldn't it sell out anyway? Usually. But I don't think it's about, it's just about seats and packing the house. It's about the pay-per-views. It's but, about the pay-per-view buys. Well, who pays for pay-per-view? Nobody, because you got the network. Right. So, is... Rock's return to WrestleMania, getting more network buys? Some people will buy pay-per-view that were wrestling fans and hear The Rock is going to be there, and they'll get it. Otherwise, there's no reason. I think they... Well, okay, they definitely make more on pay-per-view than they do on the network. But I just feel like the network has so much content you're an idiot to not have it if you're gonna watch wrestling once a year just get the fucking network it's worth it yeah well it's free for the first month for new subscribers are we getting a check from them no stop putting it over (laughs) 
we want money for this. For that shit. Sorry to torpedo your little Booker T rant. Hashtag fuck you pay me. Okay. Alright. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think it's really... I don't think they're, they're starving that they need the rock. To it just doesn't make sense what he said, though. He said... You're gonna get a check anyway. Wait, you get a check even if you're not on the card? No. You gotta be on the card. But, you know they get everyone on. Do they? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. What we should do this year's Mania, and make a note of this when you edit, this year's Mania, we should, like, I'll print out their roster, and we'll check off everyone that's on, and we'll see if anyone misses. This is wrestling bingo? No. I'm just gonna... So we will know if everyone gets on the card. But that's everyone that's this not here. I mean, this. Oh, uh, well, fucking! You got Oldberg coming back. It's your boy. You no. love. You love him. Duh. Love. Duh. Did you have a Goldberg shirt? I did have a Goldberg shirt. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. I didn't buy it. You still have it though. Somewhere, maybe. Yeah. I don't even know. You should wear it. You should, should wear it for Mania when he fights Brock. I should bring it here for Mania and set on fire. Are you watching Mania here? Am I not? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever the plan is. We might be able to... We might be able to record while we watch WrestleMania. Might be a live Basement Booker's WrestleMania Spectacular. Brother. That'd be great. We'd have to do a test run. I have an idea. We can... We should do commentary for the... For the classic wrestling film Ready to Rumble. Starring David Arquette. Wait, how are you going to do commentary on a movie? We put the movie on. We let the, the fans know where we are on it. And you they mean, can watch along. You mean like my idea was to do for matches? Do commentary for classic matches? Uh, that was my idea. That was my idea. That was my idea. Are you sure? Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was my idea. I took my game to blow today. Sure. I think it was my idea. It, just because you take the pills today doesn't <laughs> mean you remember back like two years. No. Yeah, it was my idea, bro. Seriously. All right. All right. It's my idea. Okay. So we should do. We got listen. When the mixer gets here tomorrow. I gotta see how this shit works. Because unless we're watching the damn thing on mute, it gets picked up by the damn microphones. Damn. So, I don't know. We'll figure something out. We, we gotta figure it out, because that sounds like something fun to do. We'll figure everything out. We'll figure it out. It's my favorite thing to say. So, are you ready? Not really. For the latest installment of Riz's Raw. Only if, only if I can be blindfolded. If you want. I don't want to see anything, so I can imagine... So I can imagine your your episode of Raw. Now, you keep saying to remember this could be... Get away from me, bro. Get away from me. <laughs> Told you to get away from me. Dude, I'm like, I haven't moved. Yes, you did. I felt your presence. Can I trust you, bro? Yes. All right, because I want to be able to watch your show. And in order to do that, I cannot be able to see. 
So I'm going to blind myself with my never give up headband. The orange and green one. You getting paid for this? Am I getting paid for this? I'm getting paid for this and the only currency that is valuable. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. In that order. Did you change your name to Mark and not Tommy? My name is not Mark. My name is Jer, and you're a hater. Alright, so you should tell the fans because sometimes you say, Oh, you know, Harvey, this should be someone's first episode. So maybe we should, like, uh. Well, of course, I open up with a recap of last week. I know, but. Alright, I'll do it. Oh, you want us to explain my episodes of Raw? No. Just explain that we write our own episodes respectively. We did a draft. We did our own. Basement Booker's draft. Yes. Draft our own rosters. I write Raw. Basement Jerry writes SmackDown. Which is the better show on TV right now. On TV. On TV. On the real TV. We're not competing right now. We're not. It's not a competition. You sound like you're gearing up for it, though. I'm not. Look, I'm simply saying that Angelo Dawkins and Kid Kayak are the best (laughs) characters right now. On pretend television. They're pretty great. Uh, thank you. So, that's all I'm saying. Sometimes you gotta put yourself over. And... I know about if, that. If you if you love Brackets, then you love Riz's Raw. And go. I guarantee you that today's gonna be Brackets again. Just to finish with one. I knew it! Alright, so now... Keep in mind, Rich to Riz has been very busy. He's been furiously typing away. Let me explain my love of Brackets. I Please. When you were a young boy... No. Like, oh. I watch Raw, and I watch SmackDown. I've been, like, we've been wrestling fans for fucking 20, 30 years, right? Now, I hate seeing these matches that, A, don't mean shit. This person wins, and that person wins, and nothing comes of it. Fucking angles that go nowhere, storylines that go nowhere, people that forget, like, this person beat that one, and it, it's just... Forgotten and ignored. I hate that shit. We've said on a number of occasions that we hate 50-50 booking. And along with that, it's like you have to have continuity. You have to have matches that matter. If a, if a win matters and a loss matters, then that means that each match matters. Each match should matter. And I find it difficult to just write filler. Now... As a viewer, it was like if a good match is going on and someone runs in just to further their own storyline. Like say, say for example, Dolph vs. Miz. We've seen it a fucking million times, right? And say it's for Miz's icy title. Yeah. And say Ambrose runs in and attacks Miz. Okay, so Ambrose and Miz are feuding. What about Dolph? Wow. They were in the middle of a match. How are we going to know who would have won that match? If Ambrose hadn't interfered. Would we care next week? Maybe, maybe not. But, like, don't... <coughs> Again, I'm thinking as a viewer. The match should matter. The match shouldn't be a tool to further someone else that's not involved in the match. It should be that match... Let's see what happens in this match, and that will further someone's career. 
now that I'm writing raw, I have a little bit of a different perspective. My perspective now is the segment should matter. Where is the segment going? Because it's a lot of time to fill. There's a lot to do between one pay-per-view and the next, or one free pro and the next. You gotta advance the storylines, but sometimes it's not just about the match. The segment has to matter. The segment has to go somewhere. So I'm starting to understand what these writers go through a little bit. A little bit. Have you felt that way too? I feel like I just like to write silly shit. And that's what my shows are for. I like my imagination to run wild like Hulkamania, brother. <laughs> so now, get your headband on, over your eyes. Don't touch. Blindfold match. <laughs> All right. What's the first blindfold match you ever saw? Uh, I think it was Jake and Martel. Good. Me too. Okay, go ahead. Not that I remember seeing it at the time, but you know. It was absurd. Silly. Bro? Like, it was, I don't remember if it was a long match, but I felt like they, they kind of took a while to get to where they were going. Martel was cheating. Yeah. Like, like a true heel. He peaked. But he still lost. Oh. And that's great classic old school booking. Yeah. You want to play 21? The age is over. <laughs> All right. This is Raw. This week's Raw opens with a recap of last week's Raw. Buddy Murphy reluctantly tagging with his uh, former tag team partner, Wesley Blake, once again for round one of the Triple Threat Tag Team Tournament, which saw Wesley Blake get beat down by the other two teams for a while until Murphy came in to help, albeit too late, as Revival took advantage of Murphy's hesitation. So, the Revival, the Ascension, and Gargano and Ciampa move on to the finals tonight to determine the number one contender for Tag Team Championships. Rusev beat Austin Aries with a distraction from Lana and a low blow to retain the U.S. Championship. Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Nakamura, and Samoa Joe beat AJ Styles in a Seth vs. Joe pick-your-poison match. Sasha Banks passed out in the Asuka lock, so Asuka retained her women's championship. And Paul Heyman explained how Brock was incensed at Kevin Owens' comparison to his own first, uh, first year in the WWE. Preparing to Brock Lesnar's first year in WWE. Owens got in Heyman's face, and Brock ran down to Heyman's aid, but Owens was too quick for the beast. So Paul Heyman opens this week's show, after the recap is over, talking about how Brock Lesnar can't wait to get his hands on Kevin Owens to make an example out of him for suggesting that there's any comparison between him and Brock. Owens comes down to the ring, wearing his Kevin Owens hoodie, and tells Heyman that if Brock wants to make an example out of him, he can try. Before he can even finish what he's saying, Brock's music hits, and he runs down to the ring, and gets stopped as soon as he gets through the ropes by Kevin Owens with a pipe that he pulled it was hidden from inside his hoodie. Owens assaults the down Brock Lesnar, focusing on the left knee and lower back, finally putting in a half crab with the pipe wedged between uh, behind Brock's knee before the refs can pull him off. Heyman looks horrified, and he also seems shocked as we cut to commercial. Did Seth Rollins try to do something like that? Similar, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah. 
Okay. Backstage, an interviewer catches up with Kevin Owens, somewhat less tongue-tied than Dasha Fuentes this week. And Owens says that he's now proven that he's not only faster than Brock, he's also smarter than Brock. I walk up as general manager, of course, and ask, what the hell was that all about? Owens replies, I was defending myself against a hostile aggressor. I come back with, that was a premeditated attack. You may think you're smarter than Brock, but you're not smarter than me. You want aggression? You want to bring in weapons? If he's medically cleared by the next pay-per-view, also known as Free Per Listen, mm -hmm. which I suspect he will be, you'll be facing Brock Lesnar in a street fight. Let's see how smart and fast you really are. Owens oddly looks happy at this development. You just put yourself over smarter than Kevin Owens. Yeah, so? Okay. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. It's all about you. Listen, close your eyes. I don't want to know. I don't want to fall asleep. Sleep. <laughs> well, you'll want to imagine this one. Oh, sure. Peyton Royce and Emma versus Alicia Fox and Aaliyah. This match is pretty uneventful until Asuka comes out to the stage in her ring gear to watch the action. All the women involved at some point turn to make sure the undefeated women's champion is still just watching. Foxy hits a scissors kick on Peyton Royce for the win, and as she and Aaliyah celebrate, Asuka runs down and assaults them, taking them both out. Emma, who was looking on, sees the look in Asuka's eye and bails out of the ring, leaving her tag team partner Alicia in there. Uh, sorry, Peyton Royce. Asuka then takes out Royce, logging her in the Asuka lock and refusing to let go until officials can separate them. As she leaves, she shouts at a camera that she wants competition. <laughs> Backstage, Blake thanks Murphy for saving him, saying, it, saying that he, it won't happen again. He's done being the weak link. Murphy says they'll get them next time. Next time. Same bat time. Same bat channel. I don't know why I did that. <coughs> so here I have to get a little creative. Oh. So the Revival and Gargano and Champa come out for their number one contenders triple threat match, but the Ascension doesn't come out. We then get a camera backstage and see that the Ascension's been knocked out. Oh my god. No one knows what happened. Refs checking on them. They can't compete. What kind of ship are you running here? This GM of yours is hapless. This is a crazy episode, apparently. So, the club happened to be in my office at the time. Ref comes and tells me what happened, that the Ascension is knocked out. And I, I say to Gallows and Anderson, I'm like, You guys are ready in your ring gear. You're ready to go. Let's do it. Go defend your titles now. Triple threat match. So, we have an impromptu triple threat match for the Tag Team Championships. The club, defending against the Revival, and Gargano and Ciampa. Carl Anderson starts a match for the club, and their strategy is revealed pretty early. While Anderson controls inside the ring, Gallows is going to work on the tag team partner, starting with Gargano, working him over on the outside before slamming him face-first into the ring post, seemingly knocking him out. He then goes for Dawson, who tries to avoid the big man, but gets cut off by Ken Anderson, who was just tossed out of the outside to the outside a minute before? Did you say Ken Anderson? Carl Anderson. Maybe I said you Ken said Anderson. Ken Anderson. Anderson. You just transformed into another guy. Sorry, sorry, wrong Anderson. That's funny. <laughs> Taller and less bald. I thought something happened here. You can't add talent. <laughs> I can add talent. <laughs> you added talent. 
I know, I know. You had a lot of talent to Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, thank you. They should totally fucking use your shit. They should, fuckers. Alright, so Carl Anderson, not Ken Anderson. They hit the boot of doom on Dawson, taking him out, and now it's essentially the club versus Champa versus Dash Wilder. They each take one opponent, and Dash avoids the big boot by Gallows, and ducks to the outside, leaving the club in the ring with Champa. Magic Killer on Champa, and Gallows keeps an eye on Dash, who knows better than to try to break up the cover. So the club successfully defend the Tag Team Championships by pinning Tommaso Champa. So Austin Aries comes out to formally introduce himself to the WWE Universe, since he hadn't been previously, and he talks about how he's competed all over the world. He says he's been that guy, the guy that'll cheat to win even if he doesn't have to, and while it did advance his career at times, he didn't really feel good about it. It made him feel like a coward. And Rusev, using Lana to help him, is the biggest coward he's ever seen. Shit. Lana comes out to the stage and responds by saying that she and Rusev are a team. Teamwork makes their relationship stronger, and their relationship makes their teamwork unstoppable. Aerie says if they're such a great team, they should take on him and a female partner of his choosing tonight. And if Aries and his partner win, he gets another shot at the U.S. title with Lana banned from ringside. What? Lana doesn't like the idea. And I come out to the ramp. I tell Aries that I've always been a big fan of his work, and he's got a really good idea. I tell Lana that she and Rusev will face Aries and the female partner of his choosing tonight, and if Aries and his partner win, he gets a rematch and she's banned from ringside. And if they try to get out of the match in any way, Aries gets his rematch with her banned from ringside anyway. Lana storms off as the announcer has put me over. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know, stuff. Oh, what a, what a good GM. He's, you know, he recognizes a good idea that someone else had, and he goes with it. Okay, that's good enough. I put myself over better. What a great GM he is. I bet he's got a giant hog. I heard he strangled an orangutan with that hog. You're ridiculous. <laughs> so in a sit-down interview with Sasha, she's asked where she goes from here after earning her shot against Asuka and losing. She talks about how she passed out in the Oscar lock two weeks ago, but she never quit. She talks about some of the hardships she's had in her life and that she's never quit. She then says that she won't quit until she's the women's champion. And, oh, I guess I did keep that. Alright, in a pick your poison rematch of sorts, Seth and AJ face Joe and Nakamura in our co-main event. AJ? You could say that. Joe and Nakamura control the star of the match, but a distraction from AJ... Remember, AJ and Seth are heels. distraction from AJ lets Seth take control of Nakamura, and the double team begins. They work over Nakamura's leg with repeated tags, because remember, Nakamura's leg is still hurt from a couple weeks ago. So they keep tagging in and out, always keeping the fresh man in. When Joe runs to make a save because he's finally fed up, Seth's ready for him and hits a flying knee. AJ then locks in the calf crusher, and Nakamura has to tag. Main event time. Lana introduces Rusev for their match, calling him the best partner in the ring and the best man out of the ring. Aww. Austin Aries comes out and introduces his partner in much the same way. He says, of course, I'm referring to my girlfriend, Thea Trinidad. Oh no. New talent. Maybe. Lana looks shocked. Rusev seems unfazed. Lana says she can't have a match, she's not on the roster, and Thea announces... That she signed earlier today, and if she and Aries win, she's a permanent member of the Raw roster. 
Spoiler alert. Lana and Thea start off, with Thea showing her experience, flying all over and not letting Lana take control. Lana hits a thumb to the eye, though, and tags out to Rusev, so in comes Ares. Rusev dominates early on, but Ares eventually takes control. Ares locks in the last chance ray, but they're too close to Lana, and Rusev looks like he might tap, Lana tags herself in, only to get speared by Thea. Thea then locks in the last chancery on Lana, and Lana taps. Ares gets his rematch for the US title, with Lana banned from ringside, and Thea Trinidad is officially part of the Raw roster. Wow. End show. And Rusev's the main event. Good. I made that the main event because there was something on the line. Oh. Well, it was on the line in the tag team match. Huh? Yeah. So why'd they fight? I need another segment. See? You see what happened? It's tough. You can't talk shit. But I had one segment that kind of didn't really mean anything, but it was guys that are feuding together. You kind of did this at the last minute. All things I really did. So, that's okay. That's a good episode. Like, I was writing this when I should have been here already. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. While I was waiting for you. What's the end of the episode? I, didn't I just... Did you just hear me? I missed it. <laughs> I said it was good. It was concise. Clear and concise. And you had a mission. You did the mission. You blew yourself. You blew yourself real hard what? in front of me. No. I didn't think you could reach with your mouth, but you reached with your ego. <laughs> but you just, you just... Just wash... You just take yourself out to dinner first before you do all that <laughs> stuff. I think overall it was a pretty chaotic episode. It seemed organized to me. As, as far as, like, the action. Oh, yeah. Like, Asuka just kicking all her asses and... Doesn't seem like something she would do, though. Right? Maybe not the Asuka we see on NXT, but this is... Raw's Asuka. Raska. Raska. Rosco? Raskafarian? Raskafarian. Would that be an, an, a Raw Asuka fan? Uh, look, man, I don't think I should do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's good. That means I got, I got a lot to do now. I got to write a pay-per-view for you to listen. There you do. I think I said there you do, but you know what I mean. There you do. Uh, there, you know. there you know. Yeah, you know. There you know. There you know. Shit. I think, I think we should probably do the go-off, because I'm all like, Scattered it here. Can't even speak English. I'm not, you, you don't your coffee? No, nah, it's still here. I'm not drinking. I know you're not drinking. What the fuck's going on? Here? <laughs> I'm drinking. I know, but well, I sound know, like I'm drinking. You know, we're sitting closer than usual. Maybe my alcohol breath is making don't me drunk. Don't say. I don't even smell it. I don't even smell it. I don't, I don't want smell to. what the rock is cooking. You don't get to say that. I can say whatever the fuck I want. You don't it's half to... my podcast. Wait. Do you smell what the Riz is cooking? Listen. Do you smell what the Riz is drinking? Rich the Riz and the Basement Bookers, my intellectual property. How about that? Oh, fuck this shit. Do we have to have a fucking deletion match? <laughs> I don't know. But if you want to be technical, Basement Bookers name is my intellectual property. It is. I did make that. You created it. I created I thought it. Was, uh, I thought it was like our it's our property. I, you know what I like to think of? I use this to describe my YouTube channel. Hmm. It's like... This podcast, like, 
It's our ugly baby. And like... We did this last week. I'm going to do it again this week. So like, you know the baby's ugly. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to give it a chance, right? Grow up and be beautiful. You know? This is still a chance. Yeah. A chance. Listen, you... Who the fuck are you to tell me that I said something last week? You tell me I something remember. that's the same. Every <laughs> week. You are a walking <laughs> recap, man. Anyway. I blame WWE and their uh, perpetual instant replays. They've actually gotten better with it. Yeah, they have. They're pretty good. They're replays. That's because they have YouTube. If, for whatever reason, you don't know where to find us, you can find us on Twitter. Basement Jair is at Basement Jair. I am at Rich the Riz. Collectively, we are at Basement Bookers. You can also find us on Facebook. Just type in Basement Bookers. We're there. Basement Jair has a YouTube. Basement Jair's Basement. There you go. It's very uh, enlightening. Yeah. Uh, What else we got? Uh, Stitcher, they say they make a sound better. Uh, iTunes, for both of those, like and subscribe and review. That'd be awesome. Give us six stars. Sorry, I meant five stars. It's not hard. You just do it. We just do something nice for somebody. And I'm going to try and get Basement Jared to watch the uh, uh, Okada vs. Omega match that Dave Meltzer gave six stars to this week. I haven't seen it yet, which is why we really didn't talk about it. But Fuck Dave Meltzer. No, I'm making headlines right now by saying that. No. So you can do it. I guess so. News so, at 11. Basement. Basement troll. Basement Jarrah says belts are sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Check us out there. We also have, as Basement Jarrah wants to tell me, we have a Gmail. It's basementbookers at gmail.com. That's right. That's where all the emails, hate mails, uh, go. All of it. Yes. So hit us up. That's right. Do your thing. Do your thing. Match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Alright. Now how does this work? Do we hit stop? Yeah, because that's the same thing we do before. Oh. Just making sure. <laughs>